Hey, it's Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. How are you doing? Well, kind of like Chris Turner and others, I have a returning guest in Terish Potter. Terish, welcome back very quickly to Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Good to, talk, good to see you. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no sure. problem at all. Uh, you were just on a couple weeks ago, it seems like, and a lot has happened since then. You're coming back to the Boondocks to support the Hearts for Warriors event. And I just want to say thanks. I mean, it was, it was really great meeting you in January. Yeah, it was great meeting you too as well. And it was wonderful supporting our veterans um, at this event. I had such a wonderful time. So I'm so glad you're having me back. <laughs> but um, it was a really special evening. So I really appreciate being invited back. It, it was great. Um, and one of the things that was special, ladies and gentlemen, is very surprised, very hush, hush. You surprise us, Terish, with a song yeah. that you kind of co-wrote, collaborate on with your mom. And you don't hear that a whole lot anymore. So you did The Unknown Soldier. It was the last song of your set. And you're like, I got a surprise for you all. And it was everybody, everybody in the audience. I don't know if you were really paying attention, but everybody kind of stopped and listened to the song. Mm-hmm. It was a really kind of cool moment. Yeah. I love that. I wanted to surprise you with it. You know, my mom, so just the history of that, it's a, a pretty popular poem written by Billy Rose. Um, Billy Rose was an American. Um, he, he was born actually, what, what date was that? Um, he was born in 1899 and um, he was an American impresario. So he had a theater. He was actually a songwriter and he died in 1966. Um, but he wrote a lot of songs. I'm surprised he hasn't put the unknown soldier poem to music because it's such a beautiful poem. But um, I had the privilege of going to see the unknown soldier's tomb when I was younger. And um, that I'll never forget that experience because it meant a lot to me to see the mm-hmm. changing of the guards and how beautiful that was. So it, it left an impression upon you seeing all that? Yes, it definitely did. And um, I mean, I was in tears just watching that, just the honor and the respect that um, ooh, that they had for that unknown soldier. And it means a lot to me because my family, a lot of my family members have been um, in the armed forces, including my two brothers in the Air Force and my dad that was in the army and my uncle that was in the Air Force and my grandparents that were in the Air Corps. So um, it just, it meant a lot to me. So my brother, one day when he was in middle school, he brought home this poem written by Billy Rose and he gave it to my mom and he said, he said, mom, look, here's this poem. I've got to learn this for school. And he kind of just, you know, threw it on the table and, and my mom's like, what is this? And she started reading it. And um, growing up being entertainers, like I mentioned before, my mom had written four songs that we played on stage when we used to entertain on at the fairs and stuff. So she um, used to write um, a lot of like songs and music. And as soon as she started reading this, like a songwriter would do, all of a sudden you start hearing a melody in your head. And so for years, as I was a kid growing up, she would start singing the poem by Billy Rose, The Unknown Soldier. And um, when I was going to do this event for the veterans, I was, I, I, of course that song popped in my head and I'm like, mom, I want to do this song. And I wasn't sure about the chords. So I picked up the guitar, started playing it as I remember my mom singing it. And then it got to the chorus and my fingers went somewhere else on the, on the chords. And I just started taking off with a different melody on the chorus. 
And it just like, I don't know, it really spoke to me. And I called my mom. I said, I go, mom, um, do you mind if I change the song a little bit? And she goes, she's like, no, I go listen to this. And she listened to it and she loved it. And, um, so that's kind of like how we wrote it together. So sometimes songwriting takes on different phases, but, um, I think it's such a beautiful, a beautiful sentiment, a beautiful poem and such a beautiful message. Now, now have you played the song in its entirety for your mom? I have. Yes. Well, she's in California, so I sent it to her. She loves it. <laughs> so she loved it. She, she did. Have you played it for any, uh, anybody else in your family, your brothers? or? I haven't. No. Um, I gave them the link to the, the last performance that I did. I'm not sure if they, they watched it. It's um, my brother is in Germany, so I wanted him to hear it, but um, haven't checked in to see if he, he did, but I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> well, one of the things that came apparent, you know, the night you performed at the boondocks and when we last talked is right. You come from a very military family and, and not just a uh, one person going back to your grandparents, great grandparents, they all served our country in some form or fashion. And that really left an impression upon you. And so, you know, by their service, um, it seemed like this was a very personal way to mark that service comes at a cost. Yes, it does. It definitely, it comes at a cost for, for multiple people, you know, people that are serving, um, the people that are left behind, families, um, a lot of mothers that take on their family while their husband is um, off serving in the war. So it comes at a cost for a lot of people. Um, and it's, it means so much, you know, so, I mean, I've never served in the military, but just trying to get back in any way that I can. And if I can share my music and share the sentiment and share um, memories or emotions or help them in that way, I'd love to do that. So. Awesome. Awesome. So last time we talked and we talked at the event with Danielle Rocco, she's going to be there with me you mentioned that you had a lot of songwriting you were getting ready to do or you had in flight like right now. So I'm always curious because songwriting is its own art form and then you got to play what you write. You know, yeah. how do you approach songwriting? You know, what, what goes on to, you know, have an idea and get those chords working? Um, it, it's every experience in songwriting is very different. So, um, I just, uh, Jacob Rice, I just wrote with, he performed last time I was there, we wrote a song um, and the hook came to us very differently. It was gonna be just a little um, snippet in the song. And he's like, I like that as the hook. So it became the whole idea behind the song. And um, it's called Johnny and June kind of love, or actually Johnny June is the name of it. But um, I love Johnny Cash and June Carter. And so we wrote this song about how these two lovers have like a Johnny and June kind of love. Um, but, and then I just wrote, um, I've been writing with people like all week. So I'm hoping to show you some new stuff when I come out there, but, um, it just depends, you know, you, you either go from your experience. When I go in with an artist, I kind of see, okay, do you want us, do you want us to write a song for you? Or do you want to write a song for me? Or how are we doing that? Cause sometimes if it's, if it's a male, female, you know, are we putting it in your perspective, my perspective? Um, I wrote with an artist. He is amazing. He just sent me the final track. Um, his name is Alex Jeffrey. And we wrote this song called, um, um, I have all these songs in my head, but um, it's a song about letting go. He's going to put on his album called Learning to Let Go. And that's coming out in May, I believe. But um, it's called Without You. 
And when we got together, you know, it's about, um, the relationship with him and his ex-wife and, um, how they decided to part ways. And so the whole album is based off of them meeting their wedding and then what happened afterward. That's heavy stuff, Terrish. It was really heavy. It was a heavy moment came in to write it and I'm like we can write about because it was an emotional time for him and and I'm like I don't want to step on your toes and be like do you want to write about this it was very fresh so it was really um it was a really interesting you know writing session but you know sometimes this song is like so beautiful and um it's sad to say but like sometimes beautiful things come out of you know heartbreaking moments and um and uh, so I'm really impressed with the rest of his album and I'm excited for it to come out, so. Do you form a relationship with the song? Uh, some artists, you know, tell me that, you know, that thing that they produce, whether it's a, you know, catalog of music or just one album or one song, it starts to leave an impression upon them. It's not just something that they do. and every every song you know requires part of them do you do you find that happening or is it what's unique to your experience yeah as far as singing your original music yes um when i was in a band in california i would sing these songs and you know and they're so they're so heartfelt and touching and you sometimes at one point i was like i can't sing these songs anymore because it was so painful to me you know and so i had to take a break for a little bit because i was um it really does get to you when you're writing about your own experiences um there's a song that i recently wrote um about a touching like a, an experience that i had and it was painful to me it's called crying sober and um and so when i sing that it's it's still kind of painful but when I was going through that experience by writing that song, it was able to um, release a lot of that pain to put mm-hmm. it into my guitar and be like, here, you take on this weight now because I don't want it anymore. <laughs> so, 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 so it might be, you might be wondering like, why in the world is he asking me all these questions about songwriting, <laughs> all this stuff? Well, it's because, you know, I'm not- You wanna really, write a song. <laughs> well, no, no, well, be careful with what you say to Michelle. <laughs> the reason I'm asking is, you know, what kind of music, you know, it Travis rolls to, and I'm learning more about your music. And a lot of country music is about like heartbreak and loss. And, and like, you know, my, my truck broke down and my dog left me. Right. So, and, and, and my kind of music is not like that. So I, I wonder, you know, Pain seems to be a central theme in country music. And we're coming up to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And, and so now you get to sing about love a whole lot, which is also the, 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 the second theme I would say in country music is it's either about love or loss. One of those two or both of them in the same song. So do you, do you find that this time of year brings out more, um, I don't know, emotion, affection-based, you know, songwriting ideas than other times of the year or should Valentine's day, Tarish, should Valentine's day be every day of the year? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Valentine's day should be every day of the year. Um, you should always be able to express your love for people, whether it be your friends or your loved one or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, Valentine's day, you should sing about some, some fun, upbeat love songs. I do have a love song I'm going to play at the next show uh, since it's right around Valentine's day. <laughs> uh. 
So, but it's, it's a fun, poppy, like upbeat, you know, cheesy song. So it's called Maybe This Is Love. And I wrote that as a theme song for a web series for like a, it's like a Bachelor spinoff. So it's like The Bachelor, but it was a web series. And um, they asked me for a theme song. And I was like, well, I don't have any love songs. But I'm like, I wrote one overnight and I sent it over to them. I'm like, I have one. What do you think? And they're like, this is great. So they used it. So I'm like, cool. But uh, yeah, so I'll play that one at the show. So my, my, my colleague and peer, Denny Rocco, who you met, um, and I have differing views on love and what it means. So uh, it, it's, it's always interesting having that conversation with her around this day, which is where Hearts for Warriors came from. You know, this, this whole event that we're going to do this to celebrate, you know, the heart of a warrior and love and, and togetherness on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like the Scrooge McDuck of Valentine's Day. I'm like, it should be every day. We shouldn't have one day a year. We should do this. And you know, what's love anyway? And, and this is when, you know, Michelle, who, you know, is like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get listening to country music. You'll be, you'll be loving it in no time. But you know, that, that leads me to my next thing is, you know, you're doing this and you're, you're starting to get your um, art going for 2021. Do you have anything coming up on the horizon uh, performance-wise or recording-wise for the rest of this year? Um, I am working on an EP. Um, I want to have that released in the spring. So it'll be five tracks and um, just getting that ready. So it should be released hopefully end of March, early, um, early April. I also am working on a song that's... Um, Song's finished, we're cutting it right now. And we're gonna have a team from California fly out here to record the music video. So it'll be recorded on Broadway. It's a country song um, called, Who the Heck is Luke Bryan? <laughs> oh. And very interesting. <laughs> no, but, Tarish, uh, it's Tarish. I don't know who Luke Bryan is. He, from... This song is for you, exactly. Oh, I am Do you really never... not know who Luke Bryan is? I don't know who Luke Bryan is. Oh my gosh. Well, this song is about people like you, my friend. So <laughs> I'm so excited you don't know who he is because this oh, is no. about you. Oh no. <laughs> you don't want Michelle Baxter watching any part of this talk. <laughs> Michelle, I hope you hear all of this. No. Um, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> don't admit that you don't know who Luke Bryan is. Now you do. See? So you're going to hear the song. It's going to be very educational. The song is very educational, very entertaining. My friend Scott Wesley Ross wrote it with me. Um, he was the main writer on it. I'm just kind of the back end writer on it. Um, but it turned out really great. And it's, it's, it's really funny. So we're going to have drones. We're going to have Hollywood shots. We're going to have Nashville shots. It's a true story about my first two days here in Nashville. And uh, it's hilarious. He didn't know who Luke Bryan was. And I was like, what are you talking about? So that's what this whole song came out to you. Ooh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> so. Well, as we wrap this down, because I, 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 like I told Chris Turner, like there's a lot of good stuff. I want people to come to the boondocks February 12th for Hearts of, uh, of a Warrior event to see Terrace perform. So I'm not going to give you all the good stuff up front. No, you got to come earn it. Uh, there's going to be JJ's barbecue there, raffles, prizes, singing, dancing. It's all good. But just to go back a bit, you've been performing in some form or fashion all of your life. 
Do you feel that this gives you an advanced perspective, context around what it takes to craft good music? Or is it like most people, you're always working on your craft? I really appreciate the fact that I've been working on this for so long because I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't. Um, but I will always be working on my craft until the day that I die. I want to be, um, I just want to put out really good music. That is my main goal. And um, when I first got started, everyone starts somewhere, you know, and um, I've auditioned for all of the, all the shows, America's Got Talent, Nashville Star, American Idol. And um and they're like, you know, after the first round, they're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And I'm just like, I will fight and you will hear my voice someday. And um, what, my American mom will always- turn you down for real? American Idol turned me down. I was like, what? I'm like, no, 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 you got to hear me. So, but Especially it just when they little- through some of those other screwballs who I, I, even I could sing better than they could, Terrish. <laughs> Well, I guess it just wasn't my time, but every time I failed at an audition like that, my mom would send me a message and she's like, remember, sweetie, Garth Brooks never won any competition. I guess he said that in some interview. He never won any competition he ever like tried out for. So I'm like, thanks, mom. I lost again, but I'm going to keep going. So, um, but yeah, so I just, I will always continue to keep working at it. I'm never going to kick my feet back and be like, eh. I'm, I'm good. I'm like, no, I want to write a better song and even a better song next time. So. so, so speaking of keeping at it, there is, we talked about last time, how we're very similar, even though folks were very, very different. Um, I took singing lessons when I was younger and, and, you know, recently, and I'm watching your, you know, Instagram or was it your Instagram, your Facebook story and you're warming up in the, in the, in the car. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I, my teacher made a tape and I used to, have to do the same thing every day without fail. Just, you know, the Italian vowels, the whole nine yards, no matter how good I thought, you know, there was always something to improve on. And, you know, what's, what's that like, right? Knowing that you have to work at it every day to, you know, not only maintain what you have, but to get where you want to go. You know, just like practice makes perfect. And if you don't practice, if I'm not playing my guitar, I'm going backwards. It's like standing on an escalator. You know, it's like you're either going to keep walking or you're going to, or you're standing on an escalator that's going down. <laughs> you got to keep going to get up. So, um, but yeah, I just got to keep practicing every single day. And I know that when I do, um, my voice gets better, stronger, I have more control. Um, you know, all that I can hit the high notes better. I noticed even since I've been in Nashville, because I've been singing so much more than I did when I was in California, that um, my vibrato has gotten better and just different things. I feel like I have more control over my voice. So um, for people out there that are watching this, they're like, oh, I can't get better. You can every day. You know, I'm like, I'm not I'm not, you know, a young teenager or like somebody in their early 20s. That's like, you know, trying to I'm always trying to trying to get better at my at my uh, vocal well, technique. The, the, or the reason I asked that is, is I think the shows like American Idol and, you know, MTV or, the, you know, whatever the video show, YouTube makes it look so easy. Like they just walk on stage and do this. And I'm like, no, there, there's a whole lot of effort, prep and commitment to the craft to get up there and do that on a, on a good day, much less when you're, when life is throwing you curveballs uh, before you get on stage. So I just kind of want to highlight that because it's not, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It, it's a lot of effort, right? Yes. 
Yes, I've been taking vocal lessons and singing since I was a little kid. So, and I, I still see pro progress in my voice. So, um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, you're going to get to see the progress in action February 12th at the Boondocks in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm going to be there with Danielle Rocco. I want to thank uh, Woody and Sherry and Michelle Baxter, who's the coordinator for this event. And, you know, Terrish made the house quiet last time. I mean, honestly, during your unknown soldier song a lot of people just quit moving it was really cool to see so you want to get there i'm going to have the link to the event bright and get your ticket in this post you're going to want to see tarish look forward to talking to you again I look forward to it hey thank you so much travis i'm so excited to be there so looking forward to meet all of you that are watching meet new people and uh, make new friends so well, as we say in Oscar Mike Radio, we are Mission in Flight. Terrish, thank you again, and we will see you February 12th.